Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Hello my loves. It feels like it's been a while since I've been here (laughs) because I did my marathon recording session before my trip. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a fantastic week. I did. It was my birthday this week. By the time this comes out, it'll be probably almost a month (laughs) since my birthday. So no need to email (laughs) and tell me happy birthday. But it was lovely. Everyone wanted to know my plans. I don't really make plans for my birthday anymore because I have found that they always fall all apart. (laughs) I know that's just a thought. But anytime you try to make a day, like a perfect day or your day, It seems like inviting Murphy in to make a disaster of it. (laughs) I should have thought on doing an episode on that about how expectations and the pressures that we put on things in our mind is actually what creates the thoughts that things are ruined or they're a disaster. So I will make a note of that. (laughs) That is not what I had prepared for today. But anyways, that was a lot of rambling to just say that I did not have plans. I really just wanted some chocolate and presents. That's what makes me happy. Chocolate and presents. Well, that's some of the things. (laughs) My family, my partner, my dog, and chocolate and presents. So it was lovely. My trip home was great. I got to hang out with my niece and nephew quite a bit and my mom and dad as well. I saw my brother a little bit. (laughs) He's a bit of a recluse when it comes to to me or to family time. But it was a good trip. So I'm back and I had episodes saved up, which was nice, but I wanted to talk with you today about motivation. It's something that when I was studying for my goal coaching certification, I've been working on um, several different courses to get master coach certified, bringing you guys all the knowledge. So there was a section on motivation and I thought, you know, this would be a definitely a good thing to talk about. It's something I, you know, work with my clients on quite a bit. I coach myself through quite a bit. My coach, my old coach, Danielle Savory, worked with me quite a bit on this. And she has a podcast called It's My Pleasure. She is a sex coach, and she's absolutely amazing. There actually is a a really good episode. I meant to write that down on there where she talks about motivation in relation to sex. And that episode is very fascinating. So if, you know, if that is something that you're curious about in your life, improving your sex life, I think a lot of people are, no matter how good it is, it's like, well, that sounds good too. So check out her podcast. She's amazing. She brings the thought work and the science to, you know, sex and making it fantastic. That's the the name of the podcast is It's My Pleasure. Making pleasure important and prioritized and accessible to women. (laughs) Anyways, so she has probably a really good layout there of motivation, but I'm going to talk about it today in terms of like, you know, our goals and all these things that we say we want, but then we say that we lack motivation. And when I'm working with clients, a lot of times people will form feelings as thoughts. You know, you actually have to, when you work through what is called the model, you know, your thoughts create your feelings, which lead to your actions, which generate results. So the model is 
essentially, you know, Brooke Castillo, she kind of developed that based on her education. And that's, you know, what she teaches it, what the Life Coach School is founded on, which I am not certified through them. I would love to be. It's I'm sure it's a fantastic program. I've learned so much from Brooke and from coaches that she's coached. But essentially, so the model is you take a piece of paper, essentially. How many times are you going to say essentially, lady? As many times as I want. Drinking game. So your thoughts create your feelings, which lead to your actions, which generate your results. So the model is to first you start with your C, which is the circumstance that triggers it. So you write one line, C, skip some lines, T for thoughts, skip some lines, F for feelings, A for actions, and then R for results. So you have C, T, F, A, R written down your paper, circumstance, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. I didn't know I was going to be teaching the model in this episode. (laughs) I should make a little sheet of paper you can print out um, and put that in the links. So essentially, you write that out on the paper. And, you know, anytime you have a feeling, you know, there was a circumstance that triggered a thought that led to the feeling, the actions results. That's how the model, that's how your mind is processing that situation. And so, you know, when you're teaching this to a client or you're explaining this to someone, you actually have to explain, one, what a circumstance is, because we've talked about that, how we like to add thoughts to circumstances. You know, it's raining is a circumstance. The weather's bad is a thought. You know, we're having bad weather. No, that's a thought because rain is just neutral. So you have to explain that. But you also have to, you know, work with people. I've been worked with. (laughs) I had to learn this on differentiating between thoughts and feelings because you know we'll say things like I feel like no one's listening to me so that's a thought no one is listening to me is a thought you know what you're actually feeling there is sad disappointed maybe angry that can vary depends on you of course as a person but the thought is that no one's listening to you not I feel like no one's listening So the way that relates to motivation is that a lot of people, you'll hear motivation, it's like it's a feeling. I'm motivated, I'm not motivated. But so here's the definitions of motivation from Google. Let's see, what did Google pop up for me? Ah, the definitions are from Oxford languages. Okay, don't necessarily think that means the Oxford Dictionary, but whatever. Definition. The first one is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So having motivation is, I almost said essentially again, (laughs) is, you know, the reasons or the motives we have, the thoughts for taking an action. And then the second definition, which is probably where people make the connection to emotion, is the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. I was about to read that as willingness to do someone or something. (laughs) It says of someone to do something. I'm still thinking about Danielle's body. So I guess that definition of the general desire or willingness to do something, you know, that invokes in us that it's an emotion. And I think that that's what we're talking about when we say I don't feel motivated. Motivation is actually thoughts and motives for why we're doing it. But what we're saying is that those motives, those reasons are not creating a desire in us to do something. Instead of the motivation, what we're actually looking for is enthusiasm or desire, a positive emotion. Because you might have a motive, and we'll do something simple here. Like, if you want to work out, you know, you'll be like, my motive for this is to feel better, right? Or to enjoy moving my body or to get stronger. 
I think it's important. I think it, you know, could add to my life. It could help me get out and go hiking or canoeing, or it could help me play with my kids or, you know, whatever it is. There are so many reasons you could have for wanting to work out. Those are your motives. So you have those. Even when you're sitting there staring at your gym shoes like, uh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. <laughs> so those motives are still there. That hasn't changed. What has changed is that you don't have a desire. You don't have the enthusiasm. And that's what you're looking for. So the first thought there that, you know, is causing some issues is that this is a feeling. You know, motivation is knowing your reasons and knowing your motives. So it's not actually, you know, having that feeling. Then the next part is this thought that you're having that you have to have enthusiasm or desire in order to act in a certain way, which I find very interesting. I know in my life, in other people's lives, I see, you know, people spending all day, every day doing things that they have, like you would say they have no motivation, but it's not that they don't have motivation. They don't have any desire, right? There's no enthusiasm. You know, the last time you did something at work or were asked to do something at work, were you like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get on this? Some of you, yes, you've been doing the thought work and you were excited. I understand. But in general, with an unmanaged mind, it's like, oh, great, let me run that report for you again. You could just hit the button yourself and run the report. <laughs> Forget that you pay me and I'm here for a reason. I'm tired of clicking buttons for you. I know. I've been there. So we spend, you know, a lot of time, I think, in our lives doing these things for which we have no desire whatsoever. But we have a motivation there, right? Like, I want to get my paycheck. You know, I don't want my boss to fire me. For those reasons, I'm compelled to do these actions. But then when it comes to ourselves, to doing something that we want to do, you know, and like that can be working out, that can be, you know, starting your own business or investing in yourself or, you know, working with a coach, figuring out what's going on with your thoughts and your anxiety and how to live a better life. Maybe it's just starting a hobby or writing a book or just those things that you have, that we all have, that you feel like you've been wanting to do forever. But then, you know, when you have the choice to take actions towards it, you're like, I don't, but I don't feel motivated. And then that leads to sometimes the thought, I'm lazy, which go back and look at the I'm lazy episode. But we turn on that belief that we have to have that desire, that excitement and passion to do that, even though we do things with motivation all the time that we don't have that. And the reason that's important to see and to realize when you're doing that to yourself is because you have that false belief, well, I have to be excited to do this. You know, sometimes you jump in and you do something and then you get excited. You know, I do think it's important, like with working out, for example, to find something that you actually enjoy doing. Absolutely. I don't think you should, you know, drag yourself through some workout program that you hate. How's that healthy? That's not mentally healthy, right? Find something that works for you that you enjoy doing. But, you know, that doesn't mean that every time you go to do it that you're going to be excited and have desire and enthusiasm. If you're just moving your body and enjoying it, maybe. But a lot of working out for many people like for myself, if you're after a goal, you know, to get stronger or maybe improve your cardiovascular health, that's one that I almost never have. I'm usually working on getting stronger. You know, if you're trying to improve or grow in that, there's going to be some pain there. 
you know, there tends to be a little pain when you try to get stronger or faster, build muscle or, you know, learn a new skill that's difficult for you physically. So every time that that comes around, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. I mean, I love lifting weights. I've been lifting weights for years and I enjoy it. I like talking about it. I spend lots of time doing it. But at 530 in the morning, when it's time for me to go in in the garage and, and start lifting, do I always have the enthusiasm? No, a lot of times I don't. That's not really my prime time. <laughs> it's my time in the morning where I'm trying to work on my thoughts with a very sleepy inner voice. It's like, this is bullcrap. <laughs> so no, I don't always have enthusiasm and desire. But once I get in there, right? And I turn on my music and I get going. That changes. Not every time. I've had some workouts that I grinded through. But, you know, generally once I get in there and I get moving and I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I like this. This feels good. I'm so glad I did this. And then after I'm super pumped. But for some reason we have these thoughts about things and, and it generally tends to be things that are, you know, positive for us like exercise or like we were talking about earlier with what Danielle teaches something like sex like we think we have to just be like excited and I can't wait I want to work out to do it and the truth is is that it's not a requirement but we're putting it on ourselves and then we're using that to avoid the activity and then we're like well I just don't have motivation to do that but the truth is you have motives but they're not creating that desire for you And now that part, you know, brings us back to thought work. And we've talked about that before in other episodes of of why you can't really do something that you say you want to do. And that's because your thoughts, either you're not believing them or they're not really motivating to you. You know, a, a lot of people will want to work out because they're wanting to create some kind of aesthetic. And they might think, oh, I desperately want to look better, whatever that means, right? But they don't truly believe that exercise would contribute to that. And they don't have any desire to do the exercise. Like, that's not very motivating. You know, I don't feel like I look good and I need to do this activity that I don't want to do in order to look better. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not very motivating. Maybe you don't have the motivation. But if you have something like a health thing and you're like, no, I'm motivated. I want to do it. Maybe we should look at those thoughts and see, like, why is that not motivating me? And, you know, start looking at these thoughts, looking at the conversation that you're having with yourself in your head when you're talking about whether or not to work out and find the thoughts that are, you know, draining you of your excitement or enthusiasm or blocking it or that just, you know, aren't serving you or you don't believe them and they're not creating that, get rid of those and change those and be like, what would really motivate me? You know, that's the work. That's the long-term thing is figuring out whatever the action is, doing certain things at work, doing things at home, the laundry. We talked about that before, you know, starting a business, starting a workout regimen, whatever it is, you know, looking at those thoughts that you're having around it, why aren't these motivating me? Why are these motives not creating excitement or enthusiasm? You know, and look at that and see if there are things that you need to work on and change. But also remember that sometimes the excitement, the enthusiasm comes after you take the action. It's not a requirement. 
And you know that because of all, like we talked about all the other things where you have negative emotions that lead you towards it. And, you know, we kind of talked about that. I think it was in the negativity bias episode. I'm not sure. But anything you do is because you want to feel a certain way. So we've talked about it. It's pleasure and pain. You either want to move towards pleasure or away from pain. So, you know, if you have thoughts that whatever it is that you want to do is actually going to cause you a lot more pain than pleasure, you're not going to be excited and motivated. You know, if you think that workout's going to be super painful and it's not really going to make you any more healthy, it's just going to make you hurt for 30 minutes to an hour, then you're not really going to be motivated to do it. Or, you know, even if you're like, you know, we talked about how people, the pain tends to be more of a motivator than the pleasure, right? Well, it might get you to some aesthetic goal that you have. I mean, I'm not going to say people don't do bodybuilding because they do, but there might be an aesthetic goal that you generally want. There might be some kind of health facet that you do want, but the pain that you're thinking that activity is going to give you is something that you'd really rather avoid, (laughs) More than, well, I might, you know, be healthier. I might live longer. I might be able to go hiking or go on some vacation and do some activity that I, you know, need physical stamina for. (laughs) Whatever those reasons might be, they're not more motivating for you than avoiding that pain at the moment of not working out, like of how that's going to feel. So that's something to look at and work on as well. Like, is it going to be painful? Is it really going to cause me this pain? How can I limit that? Of course, you know, mostly you want to work on thoughts. It's always thoughts. You don't change your actions. You change the thoughts behind them. But, you know, it could be that workout is not for you if you think it's just going to be so painful that you're willing to throw away your ideas of any benefit it might give you. Maybe try a different workout, right? So, you know, you can look at that and look at what pains am I avoiding by not doing this and how can I limit those and reduce those while increasing the pleasure that I think this is going to give me and my beliefs and thoughts about that. But again, also important to remember that you don't always have to have enthusiasm and excitement to do something. Sometimes you just go, all right, I'm not feeling this, but once I get moving, I know I will. Let's go. I'm all about self-compassion. You never have to beat yourself up, right? You don't have to be like, oh my gosh, you're so lazy. You don't have motivation. Get in the gym. That's not helpful. But you can sometimes be like, all right, girl, we're about to do this. No, I'm not excited about this run today, but it'll come. Let's go. Put on them gym shoes. Let's do it. Right? It's a different way of interacting with yourself. And if you're kind to yourself and, and you're doing that and then you find that you still never have the motivation, definitely need to look at those thoughts because it is always the thoughts. So, you know, whatever it is that you've been wanting to do and you think that you lack the motivation, I want you to, you know, look at that, run it through the thought stairs, you know, write out your model. I usually say do a thought download. And that's the first step is to download all your thoughts about something. But you can also do the model. And that's where you like fill in like, what is my feeling here? And the feeling is not unmotivated. The feeling is sad, tired, (laughs) whatever it might be. And then work through the model and figure out what the thought is that's giving you the action, which is not working out or not doing what it is you want. That's one way to look at it. And I might need to to run you guys through that using the model more detailed in another episode because I wasn't planning on going into that today. But, you know, look at those thoughts, find the problematic thought that's causing you, you know, not to feel 
the way you want to feel, not to feel enthusiasm and excitement, and then put that through the thought stairs and work to unravel it, question it, and then change it and put in a different thought that does serve you, that does, I don't say that does motivate you, but a motivation, a thought or reason that does give you the feeling that you're looking for, right? Because you can create excitement around working out. That's just the example we're using today and build that with your thoughts. That's how that works. You know, like I said, look at the thought that that always has to be there because it doesn't always have to be there. If you're a mom, think about that. You love doing things for your kids. You love your kids. And sometimes, you know, your kid's like, mom. And you're like, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't want (laughs) to. Right? That doesn't mean that you don't have motivation and that you're not generally enthusiastic about taking care of your kid. Right? (laughs) Just means you're a human being. So, you know, motivation is not always going to be there. And by that, I am saying like what people tend to think of it as that the desire, the enthusiasm is not always going to be there. But one, remember that you don't need it. And then two, work on the thoughts around it so that you can strengthen that if that's the emotion that you, you know, need to, to take action in that situation. Look at that. Look at your motives for things and, and how motivation works in your life. You know, notice Notice when negative feelings and emotions and thoughts do actually get you moving. (laughs) And you don't always have to be excited. So, you know, question that when it pops up. Like, why do I feel like I have to be excited to do this to start with? And then if it's something that you really want to do, work on those thoughts. And as always, you know, if there's something in your life that you want to change or that you want to achieve and you've wanted it for a long time and you're struggling with it and it's just never happened for you, reach out. Let's do that connection call and and see if we click because, you know, a coach can help you get there. A coach like me, I can help you really apply these concepts to your life and to your mind and the way your mind works. But I can only do that through that deep one-on-one coaching relationship. And it changed my life. And it's a beautiful thing. Anyone can do it. If I did it, you can. So just reach out and look at your motivations for that and why you want to do that. And whether you feel excited about it or not, if you have motives, if you think, hey, I can reduce my anxiety, I can be more confident, I can achieve my goals, I can feel better. If I coach, then yeah, let's do it. Take that step. Take what you've learned today, put it into practice and message me, email me, reach out and let me know how it worked for you and what changed. And I will talk to you again soon. 